You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the second Ask Adam and Carissa episode. So you guys asked us lots and lots of questions. Um, so we just picked a couple to answer in this episode. Uh, and we kind of kind of tried to theme the questions that we picked. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll answer a couple now and we'll answer a few more in the next episode that kind of relate to each other. So the first question, you ready, babe? Yes. Okay. Can you talk about embracing your sexuality, going from no sex to sex all the time? This is such a good question. And I think it is a difficult one uh, that a lot of people have. From the very beginning of your marriage, yeah, mm-hmm. they say it. no sex to sex all the time because you're newlywed and you're like, hey, let's let's have fun, let's experiment, let's know each other. And for some, that tradition might be very difficult. Yeah, and it depends on your church culture, your family culture. But even if you had healthy teaching around sexuality, and you go into marriage and you are a virgin, you saved yourself for marriage and you know, you're still not going to just mm-hmm. immediately know exactly what to do, how to feel mm-hmm. and embrace your sexuality entirely. Mm-hmm. So we'll share a few tips on how to do that. Yeah. So the first part I think is educating yourself. And there are a lot of books that go into much more depth than we could here. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've linked those uh, before. So just look up on our website or our resources section on our IG page. Yes, it's on in the highlights. It's called Recommended Reads. And so lots of good books there that we would recommend. It's a good place, I think, to get started, at least to start the conversation with yourself and mm-hmm. your spouse. And so educate yourself, um, and that's even premaritally, educate yourself on sex and sexuality and the gift of sex. Um, but also educate yourself once you're married and educate yourself about your spouse, mm-hmm. um, what they desire. And as you guys discover that together, that's the beautiful thing is they may not even know yet about themselves, but you're learning to know about them mm-hmm. as they learn to know about themselves. Yeah. I think the, the biggest takeaway here for you should be, this is a learning experience. Mm-hmm. You're learning not only about your spouse, but you're learning about yourself. Mm-hmm. I think opening your mind up to what you're experiencing, the sensations that you're experiencing, the feelings, the desires, maybe even the roadblocks, mm-hmm. the blocks that you that come up. And like, I don't like when he touches my stomach, for instance, because I feel this way or that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so working through some of these things and becoming aware, okay, what's coming up for me? 
in in different situations and talk about that and talking about talk it. about it out loud with your spouse but also talk about it in counseling um mm-hmm. that's that's so important you know and we're talking about you know getting to know yourself and getting to know your spouse mm-hmm. well in the king james version of the bible they use the word know mm-hmm. to mean have sex with right yeah and become intimately connected with well it's not an overnight thing you right. don't just you know, just because you have sex for the first time on your wedding night, or maybe not. Some people don't have sex for the first time on their wedding night. Um, but, you know, as you have sex with your spouse, you don't automatically just know them, mm-hmm. right? So it takes time and not just right. time, but action over time. Right. So these are some of those actions, educating yourself that will help you mm-hmm. get to know yourself and to know your spouse. And the beautiful part about marriage is that Sex gets better and better and better as time goes on. If your relationship is growing, so does your sex life because mm-hmm. those walls start falling down. Yeah. We all have walls and we're all insecure in some ways. Mm-hmm. And so as time goes on and you become astute with those um, insecurities and withholding your partner's insecurities, mm-hmm. we um, allow them in. Because you want to feel safe. Mm-hmm. And we allow ourselves to be known. Mm-hmm. And as time goes on, we become better lovers because of this knowledge or knowing. And as you're teaching each other about your preferences, your desires, make sure that you um, direct and redirect in positive mm-hmm. ways. This is important because it's very easy to say, oh, don't do that. Well, the other person is left, okay, I'm trying to learn what you like. Mm-hmm. What do you want me to do? So this puts us in a place of um, kind of... Rejection. Re- yeah. yeah. It's easy to take it as a rejection. But also you're just kind of left uh, hanging. Right. You're trying to figure out, okay, what then do I do? Mm-hmm. So that's the solution there is to direct the person. If If you don't like what's going on, direct them. You know, it would feel better if you did... Or if you, mm-hmm. you know, fill in the blank. And you can do that with your words. You can also do that physically. So, you know, if they're touching you in a place that feels uncomfortable, you can move their hand to a place that feels more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but we recommend both using your words and your body language to help educate your spouse. Um, but directing and redirecting in positive ways. Um, another action over time that you can take is to get comfortable talking about sex. Uh, Normalize the words. So not just uh, the word sex, but also the body parts. Normalize talking about each body part that you want your spouse to touch or not touch or how to touch. Um, And again, this goes back to how we were raised. Mm -hmm. I I know so many parents who name their anatomical parts with nicknames and stuff which kind of signals to the kids oh these are not good we don't say these it's secret it's it's off limits and maybe there's a tinge of this is bad Mm -hmm. and so now that you're in marriage okay everything's good go ahead and enjoy each other but you still have kind of some of these uh deep held beliefs or beliefs that have a long history on them Mm -hmm. now you in your mind, know okay, this is okay. But now you're working through, what is it like to experience this being okay? Right. 
So allow yourself to experience that paradigm shift as you talk more freely about sex with your spouse, with a mentor, with a counselor, and with the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're praying, Lord, you know, help me see sex as a sacred and beautiful gift. Um, Here's a tip. Go and read Song of Solomon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's that's biblical. Yes. And as you read it, you see that sex is not portrayed as a carnal or dirty concept, um, which our church culture can tend to emphasize. Um, but, you know, it's it's portrayed as this sacred, beautiful, exciting gift. Mm -hmm. And so pray that God would help you embrace your sexuality and and that it's how he made you. Lord, mm -hmm. I want to embrace how you made me. Yeah. Isn't it wonderful? He didn't have to create us in this way. Right. He didn't have to create us with the ability to enjoy some something very sacred between a man and his wife. Mm -hmm. um, but he did create us this way. Yes. And so um, enjoy it and enjoy the process of learning each other mm -hmm. and enjoy the idea that the Bible condones it and yes. God wants you to enjoy this. And I guess that would kind of be our last tip uh, to answer this question is have fun. Research shows that playfulness is one of the best ways to get a woman in the mood and it really helps you guys get more connected. Yeah. You know, uh, it brings up kind of paraphrasing uh, Jesus's words when he says, unless you become like a child or think of it like childlike, learn to be playful. Um, and he's connecting it to the kingdom of God, which is unbelievable intimacy. Mm -hmm. What if we applied that? Because oftentimes God does talk about the church and his bride. It's a lot of symbolism there for marriage. Think of how starchy we are <laughs> and how unbendable. And, you know, you're not going to make me laugh because I'm frustrated. Mm -hmm. Children can be crying and then laughing in in like five seconds mm -hmm. or probably less yeah kids can get so excited and hold that excitement all day if they know they're going to get an ice cream cone later on that day mm -hmm. they're just so um they're they enjoy life to the fullest and they're not a, they're not afraid to express that and and that takes humility and that's mm -hmm. what jesus is getting at there when he talks about become his little children He's saying, humble yourselves, but we can apply that to our sex lives, right? Right. Be and vulnerable. Vul vulnerability yes. and humility mm -hmm. because it is a difficult thing for some people to become vulnerable, maybe because of hurts. Mm -hmm. So but, we keep the walls up. Mm -hmm. We don't humble ourselves and submit ourselves. That's part of submission. Mm -hmm. right? And that hardness that we experience is learned. Yeah. We learn as a child, um, to put those walls up. Mm -hmm. But if you watch children, so many of them can teach us a lesson mm -hmm. about curiosity, mm -hmm. about playfulness, about fun, about joy. So maybe take the playfulness into the bedroom with you. Yes. And um, shameless plug, because this is why we created the card decks. Um, we have this expectations card deck once you're married can really help you learn about yourself and learn about your spouse. Um, and then, of course, foundations and realizations are good premarital card decks to kind of mm -hmm. prep you for that. And um, you can find all of those on Amazon. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
You ready for the next question? Yes. Let's go. All right. Do you think that God will still bless a marriage if you had premarital sex? So we've got this question more than a few times. Even in just this one sticker for 24 hours, this question was asked in different ways a few times. And we haven't avoided it, but it is a difficult question, I think, to answer in some ways. But here's our take, and we have to put um, kind of our disclaimer here. The disclaimer is, if you are dating, or you're not engaged yet, or you are engaged, um, it's God's will that you don't have premarital sex. Mm -hmm. We know that it's a very special thing to be able to go down to the altar as virgins and experience that ceremony in that way. Mm -hmm. I think that's a very sacred and beautiful thing. Yes. And... You know, part of this disclaimer is that if you, you know, we're going to talk about how God can bless a marriage. Obviously, you can hear that we're kind of gearing up for that. Mm-hmm. But this disclaimer also goes back to scripture mm-hmm. um, when it talked about um, continuing in sin and how we ought not continue in sin if we find ourselves in sin. Romans 6 uh, says that, you know, should we just sin so that grace abounds? Mm-hmm. And Paul answers himself and says, no, we should walk in newness of life because the power of sin is broken. We're not living in sin. And so now walk in in that newness of life. So don't take this as permission to go and have sex. No, don't. (laughs) Um, But for those who have had sex, um, before marriage and, and are racked with guilt and shame for doing that um, and maybe are even married or maybe broke up and have that are carrying that shame with them. That's not God's will either mm-hmm. um, because God could forgive. God forgives everything. Yeah. So here's a distinction to keep in mind. We feel guilt for what we've done. Mm-hmm. We feel shame for who we are. Mm-hmm. Guilt is a healthy thing that God gave us. It helps us turn that 180 to repent, right? Um, and so, yes, it's okay to feel guilty for what you've done, but it's not okay once you've repented. It's not okay to keep carrying that because it turns into shame. You start making that part of your identity, part of who you are, and it's not God's will for to for us to live with that identity. Right. So, live in the identity that you're walking in newness of life, that you are God's child, and um, I love what. Dr. Blash said in a recent podcast episode on trauma and how it affects your intimacy. Um, He said that you have to think of the wedding ceremony as baptism or it's so sacred. It's like baptism in in that the old man dies and the new man arises. So, you know, the singleness and everything connected to it gets buried and these two become one. It's new. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're emphasizing that there is that delineating line that separates what was and what is. So Mm -hmm. that just kind of put things into perspective um, for a lot of people that listened to that podcast a few weeks ago. Um, Just seeing that wedding, wedding ceremony as so sacred and like, like baptism. Mm -hmm. The Bible talks about being aware of the devil's devices and the devil only has two weapons to bring you down. He has temptation 
which he says, hey, look at how beautiful or how good this will make you feel. So go ahead and do it and you'll feel better. And mm -hmm. so you do it. And then the second tool he has is accusation. Mm -hmm. Look at how terrible you are. And this is the part that Carissa was talking about where he will latch on and say, well, you know, it's not good enough just to feel guilt. I'm going to try to make you really feel shame. You know, mm -hmm. you are a sinful person. You're, um, and, and, and bring you down lower because mm -hmm. remember guilt is just to bring you to the foot of the cross again. Right. And once you cover yourself and ask God to forgive you, God has forgiven you. So why wouldn't you do what God's willing to do to mm -hmm. you? He's willing to forgive you and now walk in newness of life. Yes. So hopefully you guys were able to gain something from our answers to those two questions. And um, we will have another episode coming out in, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks um, that has to do with marriage after children. So be sure to tune in for that one. And um, we'll, we'll start doing these a bit more often. We'll put up some stickers for you guys to ask more questions because we, we like engaging with you in this way. Thank you guys for listening. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye.